Here's Miller and Condon. Station 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, Ken Miller with you uh, until 1 o'clock. Murph and Andy follow us in here. And then the KXNO drive, Heather and Sean, take you home from 3 until 6. Let's get to Bama Bob. We recap the weekend uh, in college football. We have to start in Columbus. Bama, how are you? Good to speak with you. What's going on with you? Oh, uh, just, you know, can't wait for the show tomorrow night, Ken. <laughs> Telling you, it's going to be a big one. Uh, the drama's going to be 5-6, and six, right? Is Ohio State 5? Is Alabama 5? I believe it'll be Ohio State 5, Bama 6. For the first time, it actually matters what happens You're on You're going TV to show. watch? Is no. That what, no. I was going to say. But it matters what they put out here because Alabama and Ohio State do not play. Right. Nope. Now, Bama, at the beginning, we talked about that this of the show today. I don't believe it should matter because they're done. USC has to run an extra lap. And even if USC loses, now if they get blown out, it's a different conversation. But if they lose tight again, shouldn't USC still be the fourth team? No. Two losses. Why is that? I just think that they're, you know, their body of work. I mean, who have they beaten? Now, you could argue the same with Alabama. Mm-hmm. I think, I'm with Ken. I think Ohio State is fifth. And I think if Who've they beat? USC is. Notre, uh, Dame, Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Penn State. Um, you know, you, you you can start you can start going down this list all you want on who did they beat, when did they beat them, all that kind of thing. I know when they beat Notre Dame, Notre Dame wasn't as good because they were still finding their way, and they lost to Marshall after that and everything. I just think that I'm with Ken. I think if the the real argument you're going to get is TCU. I think TCU is hurt if they lose to Kansas State. Are they going to drop out because they've got the one loss? I think they will because I think the Big 12, particularly with Oklahoma and Texas, is a bit down this year. And I just think that no matter what people want to say, TCU is not a brand name. TCU would be much better served by playing Texas in the in the Big 12 championship game. Mm. Because if they could if they could get a scalp with a with a name like Texas, I think that would help their cause. If they lose to Kansas State. People are just going to look at it as okay, you know. Even though they beat them before, and it's a rematch, I I, I understand all of that, but I, I just think they're hurt by their opponent, and I think they have to win. If they look, and bottom line is all you got to do is win. Okay, if you win, you're in. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what anybody else does. It doesn't really matter where you're ranked. You could be third, fourth, whatever. You just want one of those top four. I tend to agree. I think Ohio State should be fifth. I don't think Alabama's a playoff team. You can look at, you know, you can make the argument, you know, we lost on last second field goal. We lost on a two point conversion, you know, all that type of both thing. Both on the road. The team that beat you, both on the road. But, you know, then the team that, you know, beat you by a field goal got their doors blown off by South Carolina yeah. uh, on the road. Yeah. Who, by the way, <laughs> took care of another ACC, took care of the ACC. Once and for all, uh-huh. uh, on Saturday, which you know at, at Clemson, and then the other team that you you know you lost on the two point conversion just got their doors blown off by a Texas A and M team who you were lucky, but I won't say lucky, who took you to the very last play of the game in Tuscaloosa. I mean, who's Alabama's best win? I mean, Texas, week two, they beat um, by one. I don't know. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we're lucky to win that one. Maybe lucky to, to beat Ole Miss, you know, who's now lost three. I don't know. I just think it's such chaos. I don't see how you can punish. I know the margin of victory was was pretty bad, and the game really wasn't. And there were so many eyeballs on that game. That's the problem that Ohio State has. I just don't know how you drop them four spots instead of three and make two teams lose before the, before they can get into the playoff. I think they had done enough this year to warrant a playoff spot. If that, The margin of victory and it being in Columbus is certainly going to hurt them. Um, and, you know, we don't want to hear about injuries to running backs and receivers, all that. Everybody's got injuries, okay? But I just think that body of work, Ohio State right now should be fifth. But you're absolutely right. Five and six is going to matter because neither team is playing. And you can't, once you settle at five and six, you can't move them based on what happens this weekend. They're going to need both teams ahead of them to lose. And then you've got a debate. Yeah, it's 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 going to be fascinating to see how it plays out. TCU when they played them, I think that what do they have four or five Big Twelve teams that were ranked that they beat? Yeah. I want to say a handful. See, and I that really bothers me. Oklahoma's not a ranked team. No, I agree, Trent. Honestly, after I've seen the Big Twelve play out this year, it's, uh, a it's kind of not great. It's not, and that's okay. And Oklahoma State has faded. Oklahoma yeah. was. You know what? Seven and five. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texas has got three, four. Texas losses, Tech four ended losses. up finishing fourth in that division. Or in and that yet, conference. yeah. TCU's strength of schedule what is was better it? than Michigan, better than Georgia. Well, I can USC. see it better than Michigan. They played nobody. Their Michigan. strength of record, which measures who you beat, mm-hmm. when you beat them, mm-hmm. number one in the country because of all those teams. Uh, right. The pack, the Big Twelve, had all those ranked teams at the time. It's just yeah. We can argue when in you, circles. No, you know what we should do, fellas. Honestly, why don't we expand this to 12? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then yeah. all of these debates and are not kind of want them. Yeah. <laughs> They'll just drop down. Selfishly. And we'll be arguing yeah, about I don't think I'll do should this. Oregon or Washington yeah, I, be Well, in. you have the passion when we're talking about teams yes. 15 and 16. Well, we argue about no. who should be number 69 getting into the big yeah, but teams. that's basketball. Right. Yeah. We're not going to argue about football? Come on. I hope we do. Yeah. <laughs> nope, we're, yeah, we're going to be all good with it. it. We're not going to have any arguments. Come on. Yeah, it won't be as passionate. From me, I'll put it because that way. Because if we're talking about one loss and unbeaten as opposed to two loss, three loss, four loss. Eh, we're yeah, talking about exactly. teams with 13, so, 14 losses in the NCAA tournament. I, I just think that once you get to 13, 14, 15, then if, if you, in college football, if you, you, you should be able to take care of your business enough to be to where there's no argument that you're a top 12 team. Uh, if you're be if you haven't now maybe you had an injury maybe your quarterback or whoever went out middle of the season and you had to string together and cobble together a lineup or something like that I mean there's there's always extenuating circumstances but the bottom line is if you're a three loss team wanting to knock on the door of the playoff you, you know I, I don't care if you get answered or not this, this is a real this is a real debate right here I I still think I go back to the point of I wish they would have made the playoff. An 18 playoff, and I think that your five power five conference champions. I don't care what your record is; your five power five teams get in. If you win your conference, cha- like if LSU beats Georgia, they're in. Mm-hmm. Okay, Georgia doesn't get a redo like they did last year. Okay, now so you put those five in, you put your group of five, and then you have two at large. And you know, now we can argue eight, nine, nine, ten. You know, all day long, Georgia loses. 
to LSU or they are they in Michigan loses to uh, Purdue which by the way what an egg Iowa laid um, we'll get to that I'm sure you guys have talked about that but you know Michigan loses to Purdue are they in you know you can go through all these mat you know uh, iterations at that point if you want to because then there's really only two at large teams but um, 12 I've, I've got no sympathy for somebody who's 13 knocking on the door of, you know, hey, well, I, our, our three losses are better than your three losses. Just, you know, I don't want to hear it. So TCU's non-conference schedule was at Colorado, Tarleton, which is oh. a cigarette. I guess they're a school. <laughs> and SMU. And, S- and SMU is yeah. bowl eligible, right? Yeah. I think they are. It was a rivalry game. You scheduled a Power yeah. 5 opponent in Colorado. I mean, when was that game scheduled? Probably a long time ago. Right. Yeah. Now Colorado's. What's the last time Colorado I was, was good? Say, under Bill McC- if they scheduled it in the early nineties, <laughs> which they very well could have, yeah. they could have, I guess. You know. Exactly. Oh yeah. my God. Well, we'll see. We'll see. What was uh, uh, your biggest? Let's let, start with the ACC. It's the last regular season. You know let's what? Do what you South, want. South Carolina. I mean, knocking off Clemson. Let Let's give Beamer a little credit for what yes. this what this team has done. The last two weeks for them to take those two scalps. That's as impressive as two weeks we've seen in college football this year. No, I agree. I, I think I think that was. I mean, those those are those are eye openers, yeah. and the way they did it, you know, against Tennessee. And I know Hooker went out, but he didn't go out until late in the game. I mean, that that Tennessee's defense is what let them down big time, but. To win at Clemson, when Clemson still had a lot to play for, guys. I didn't, I give Spencer Rattler a lot of credit. I didn't think he had it in him. I thought that was I'm a one-off, and he goes and he yep. throws for 360 and two touchdowns. And uh, just Clemson, Clemson has a quarterback problem, and they've had it all year. Um, mm-hmm. He didn't play bad, but he, he's not Trevor Lawrence or Deshaun Watson, and that's what they that's what they've had there for the last seven eight years uh, prior to to DJ getting there. So I think they've got they may have the next guy. Uh, already on the roster, but we'll, we'll see what happens next year. But it, down year for Clemson, uh, down year if you want to call it that for Alabama. But we'll we'll get to them later. But you know Georgia beating Georgia Tech. I, I think the Florida Florida State game to me was really interesting. It was close. Yeah. got it was close, and I think Norvell's got that team on the right track. And then North Carolina is just I mean you know Drake May. I mean he's just limping into the ACC championship game all of a sudden, mm-hmm. and you feel bad for that poor kid. Boy, he throws a pretty pass. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, he does. Drake, I thought you were talking about the kicker. Oh it no, like a wobbler. Oh my gosh, what was that? Twenty-five, twenty-eight yards, whatever it was, to send it to another overtime. And uh, boy, he shanked that ball. But I mean, look, the ACC for sure is shut out, and I think they deserve to be. But look out for Florida State, guys. I think you know, and and Napier, you got to give him another year. We'll talk about the SEC later. But that was an entertaining football game, mm-hmm. and they've got something I think in Jordan Travis because uh, that kid looked. He looked pretty good, and then that transfer receiver that they've got, uh, the big six-five kid from Arizona State, boy, he's he's a different. And I can't believe that nobody offered him when he went into the portal except Florida State. Talking about some teams with buyer's remorse. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, let's go to the Big yeah. Twelve boys. Bigger disappointment, Trent, this year: Oklahoma State or Oklahoma? Oh boy, I I think it's still Oklahoma. Now, Oklahoma State. Of the brand. Well, not only that, but Oklahoma State loses Jim Knowles. They lose a ton off yeah. that defense a year ago. I was higher on them coming into the season, I think, than a lot of people. For me personally, it'd be Oklahoma State, but this is still Oklahoma. You're number one, mm-hmm. and they're still whining about Caleb Williams leaving and Lincoln Riley, and it was just an off season of an absolute mess. And do they have the guy there? I mean, how you long wonder. of a leash is Brent Venables going to have? Because you put together another ho hum seven and five type of season next year. Then he showed the door. 
You have to I if agree. you're Oklahoma with yeah. what's coming because in the where SEC. you're going. Absolutely. Yeah, precisely. Bama, Big Twelve. Uh, it's Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma State's a bigger disappointment. I don't know what happened to them down the stretch. What a collapse! At one time, yeah, they were number nine in the country at one point, and I, they they just. I mean, starting with the TCU game. Okay, fine. You know, TCU's ranked third. And that was on the road. You lost, you know, forty-three to forty. No shame there. It really started with Kansas State, forty-eight to nothing. Yeah. Um, you know, losing by twenty-one to Kansas, uh, squeaking by what just has to be said is a pretty bad Iowa. I mean, yep. not a pretty bad, a bad Iowa State yep. team. Squeaking yep. by them, losing against your arch rival, and then you know losing to Oklahoma to uh, West Virginia. I mean, which may have saved Neil Brown's team. job. Might have. Um, I, I don't know if Gundy is on a short list somewhere and everybody knows it. I don't know if he's distracted. I, I don't know what. But to me, I think, listen, I understand it's Oklahoma and, you know, you have brands. But a lot of – and I don't know if Venables is the right guy. I really don't. But I think you have to just give year one coaches, you know, year one. I mean, Nick Saban in 2007 lost to Louisiana Monroe. Okay, the next year he went undefeated and lost to Tim Tebow, and then he went on and won a national championship. I'm not saying Venables was going to do that, but you're right. Next year to me is the evaluation year for him because not only of what they have, but how does he replace it and, and you know, and where they're going. I mean, they're just going into a meat grinder. They're, this is not – they're just not going to be playing, you know, Kansas, Kansas State, Iowa State, and, you know, team, good teams, but – Every year, I mean, you're going into some of the top teams in the country and recruiting and NIL and everything else. So, uh, to me, just Oklahoma State, just the way they went from, I don't know, they, weren't they ranked as high as ninth? And they we were. Talking about, pop, yeah. you know, and just, they, I don't know. I don't know what happened there, but to me, they're the bigger disappointment. Uh, the Big Ten trend, I, for one, was glad to see the Gophers beat the Badgers and keep the axe. Um Gray Mertz has just never got it going. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abraham is one of the better players, running backs in the uh, in, in college football, quite honestly. And I don't know, there's some about PJ Fleck. <laughs> He's a bothersome individual for me. But how about Caleb Manis going out there and throwing for mm-hmm. 300 plus against the yep. Wisconsin D? Yep. I mean, that, that I didn't was, think he had it in him. Oh, absolutely not. I mean, that that guy looked like a complete lost yep. quarterback and and gets it done once again. I'm with you and though. Doing because... with, and I meant no. Ottman Bell's been out forever. Yeah, but when you factor, he was head and shoulders. What we thought was their best receiver. Well, and my best thing is they hit the over seven and a half with that victory. <laughs> nice. So that was a good one. As uh, we hit a lot of those totals we did in the preseason did back we? in August. Yeah, all of a sudden my account looking a lot better nice. uh, after all those finals in the regular season came to a close. We of course talked a lot about the Iowa game. Bama, what do you got? Big Ten wise. Yeah, I think a couple things. You know, Iowa just just. What a total disappointment. And, and I'm sure you guys can talk about Ference and, you know, is, is it ever going to change there? Is it time for a change? I know he's done so much for that program. I don't know if you can get rid of him and what his contract is. I don't know if you want to get rid of him. If you're just happy with, you know, status quo and never being on the national scene, um, you know, or, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what you, I don't know what you do there. He's a legend. He's, you know, he followed Hayden Fry. He's been there, I don't know, 20-plus years, however long it is. Um, 1999. It, it just seems like a program that has gone stale, just on from the outside looking in. And especially uh, when Nebraska, you factor in Fickle takes Wisconsin and Rule takes Nebraska. Yeah, absolutely. So these are, these are you know, new, younger blood coaches that are coming. Yeah. And Rule gets an eight-year deal at Nebraska. That tells me that they are really getting ready for a reset, and they're going to give him mm-hmm. time to – I don't know. I haven't seen the financial terms. I guess they came out today, but I did see it was eight years. 
that's a long time. And so they are, uh, they are willing to do that. And you're right. So Fickle's going to Wisconsin and that's, that's a good move for them. Um, Illinois is kind of coming on. I mean, you know, eight and four. I, I like what Buell has done there. Now, can he do it again? Um, Iowa just seems to be, they seem to be, you know, Maryland. I don't know. They're just a team at this point. You know, Penn State, 10 and two, that's a good season now that, you know, the two teams that they've got to climb are Michigan and Ohio State. And they weren't competitive in either one of those games. Um, but you know, ten and two is not bad. So, but yeah, to me, I, I don't know. I don't know what you do if you're Iowa. I, I really don't. Um, good for Purdue. I'm happy for them. You know, I mean, my guilty pleasure team's gonna get a shot in the Big Ten yeah. championship game, and they've got a quarterback, and he's really good. So, and how about the week just, he had his older brother passed away during the week, and they kept that under wraps, yeah. and nobody knew about it, and then you just let it flow after the game. What an emotional! Uh, we got to move yeah. on, boys. Let's go to the let's uh, finish. Pack. We get to the SEC Pac-12. Uh, look, I know they're not bowl eligible, but Arizona was putrid. Mm-hmm. And look at how they finished up. I mean, they got five wins. Yeah. I mean, that's they're not going to a bowl game, but um, I was maybe well, they could because I think there's a couple teams. There's probably going to need three. I don't know where they are. They're down a little bit. Are they? Yeah. I think Rice is the number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iowa State was sitting in the two spot. Auburn they, is, I think, third Auburn, on the list. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, out of all those teams, I give it to Arizona because they got they got some momentum and they got a team yeah. that wants to go. Yeah. I mean, but I know Auburn doesn't want to go to a bowl game. I mean, they want to just you know get on with, with whoever they're going to hire. But uh, the Bo Nix experience but, came to oh, an end at Oregon. How boy. about Oregon State just Oregon. running the football down their throats? Two completions in the second half. Just they did not complete a pass during the and comeback. Scored twenty eight points. Unbelievable. Yeah. And if you had a duck future ticket. That one gets ripped up and very frustrating the way that the uh, conclusion of that. And how about Washington? Caleb DeBorg, yeah, a guy that coached mm-hmm. up in Sioux Falls and NAIA for years and years, yep. never could get a job, never moved up, and suddenly, finally, gets a coaching job. What did job. they finish? 10-2. They were 10-2. 10-2. Yeah. 700 yards of total offense in the game. Michael Penix? Maybe he has a chance at the Rose Bowl, depending on what happens. Wouldn't that be something? If USC wins it, completes it against Utah... The Washington Huskies in year number one will be going to the Rose Bowl. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Anything on the Pac-12 band before we move on? Yeah, I like, I'm with you. You know, listen, it's hard to blame Bo Nix for that game. His defense. Just no, he because he was okay. I, mean, I agree. Yeah. He was okay, but he just, and, and, but, you know, bottom line is, you know, he didn't put up enough points, but, man, that defense, you're right. 43 rushes, 268 yards, averaging 6.2 per carry. I mean, that is just, that is a team, that, that surprised me. Um I didn't. I didn't think Oregon State had it in them, but but good for them. Um, you know, Washington. You mentioned uh, this is a team I keep my eye on. I just, I just, I like them. Uh, and uh, you know, Penix may be the best transfer portal player of the season. I mean, Charlie but, Jones but, is but, the only other one that comes to mind. At yeah, he but, but a quarterback. Portal. Yeah, yeah. The portal. The portal Heisman. If there's one of those, <laughs> <laughs> maybe we can. Maybe we can make one of those. Those up. are the two. Um, yeah. 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 You're right. And then you know, David Shaw is calling the calling the day at Stanford. Um, that program is another one that's just, you know, he's kind of an old school, you know, power football, tight end, running game, defense kind of coach. And it's, and I know it's a tough place to win, but people have won there. He's won there. Um, but, you know, when you don't have Andrew Luck and, uh, you know, you don't have other, you know, NFL talent on there, it, it, it's a tough it's a tough gig. So, you know, I guess. Pretty good running back a couple of years ago. 
Yeah, not too bad. Um, <laughs> he's stepping away, says he's not retiring, so uh, I don't know where that program goes from here. But, uh, yeah, Wash- to me it's Washington, and it's still USC. I mean, look, they're, they. I think they're going to be in the top four when that – when it's announced tomorrow night, and I mm-hmm. think they're, you know, they beat Utah again, a tough game. I mean, they, they just don't match up well with Utah. Um, but listen, it's all right there in front of you. Caleb Williams, I think, is front runner for the high. Oh, without a doubt, uh, I think it's, I think okay. it's uh, signed, sealed, delivered. Uh, we got two Absolutely. minutes left, boys. Let's do the SEC real quick. I, uh, Egg Bowl was great. I'll just that be my two cents on what we saw this past <laughs> weekend. Guilty pleasure game. I man. love it. Absolutely do. Uh, Missouri getting bowl eligible, beating Arkansas. Had kind of a down year. Uh, you mentioned uh, the Florida Florida State game. Bama Trent, your thoughts in the SEC? Bama, I'm not rubbing any wound or salt in a wound here, but the SEC, not very good compared to what we've seen in the past. Is that fair to say? No, I think so. Okay. I totally. Other than other than at the very top, right? Of course, yeah. Um, when you have an LSU team that's your Western Division champion, uh, and they're nine and three, you know mm-hmm. Texas A and M is not going to a ball game. Mm-hmm. I mean that's a team that was preseason number six. Um, Tennessee finishes at ten and two, but you you know you you worry about them going forward eight, without Hooker anyway. But now of course, right. and I hate that he got hurt. I just uh, yeah, man, I just it was frustrating watching him as an opponent. But man, he was so good, just so good. I still say he ran that offense better than any any quarterback in the country. Um, you know, Kentucky, another middling seven and five. And, mm-hmm. you know, the team on the rise right now is South Carolina. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a team that, uh, Napier's got to get it turned around. And, you know, again, you got to give him some time. They're going to a bowl. Um, and then where does Auburn go? Kiffin kind of played them, uh, you know, a little bit and got his, you know, raised to what it was at nine million at Ole Miss or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I guess they're honing in on Hugh Freeze right now, but may or may um, not get it. Yeah, it's just one of those, where does Auburn go now? Again, they can't get the guy they want. And they wanted Kiffin, and they couldn't get him. They wanted, uh, oh, man, who was it before Harson? I can't remember. Uh, like a guy like Sarkeesian, they really wanted him and couldn't get him. They just can't land the guy that they want. And I think it's a lot of it is their own doing because that is just known in coaching circles and now nationally it's just a bunch of meddling boosters. And they're going to wind up three or four down the list and you know the good ones fickle and rule are gone if and staying freeze has got question marks is he gonna they're gonna let him back in and so where do they go it's not going to be cadillac um but where do they go from here uh bama will preview the championship games on friday have a good week bama thank you I enjoy it, guys. Take care yep good to hear from you talk, talk to you more via text at uh during the television program <laughs> Uh, 12.30, within a couple of minutes, we'll come back. Uh, Nick Ose is going to join us on Iowa State. What's he hearing? Great weekend for the uh, basketball teams. <laughs> both of them um, didn't end well, but uh, both of them had uh, real positive weekends. We'll do that with Nick Olson. Uh, and as we uh, come back here, following this quick time out of Des Moines. Well, it's not quick. I'm kind of fibbing, right? These breaks, my God, they're long. It's Des Moines Sports Station. That's good for business. 106.3. K- FM KXNO. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is my go-to when betting the NFL this season for a number of reasons. The app is easy to navigate through, dot, 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 same game parlays, etc. And right now, if you still haven't signed up and you're thinking about doing so, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team this week to win their game. And if they do, you get $150 in free bets. Right now, everyone, existing customers and newbies, can earn up to 100% boost. With DraftKings stepped up, same game parlays. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app, place the same game 
parlay and combine multiple bets together. Which team will win? Player props, point totals, and a whole lot more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, and the bigger your shot at a big, big win. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code KXNO. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook and only with the code KXNO. You must be 21 or older. Iowa only. The bonus is issued as free bets. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in is required. 10-plus league parlay is required for that 100% boost. Deposit, parlay, and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility in terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football. Terms. If you have a gambling problem, please call one. Merry Christmas. Joined again by Dr. Ethan Heisman, Elite Eye Care in Waukee, and the Eye Company in Ankeny. Dr. Heisman, getting older, I wear contacts. What do you have so I don't have to deal with cheaters? Multifocal or bifocal contact lenses. These lenses are very well designed and very comfortable so that when you wear them, you can still enjoy nice, crisp, clear vision far away, but then you can also still see up close without having to throw on reading glasses. Come see us at Elite Eye Care in our two locations, and you can see myself, Dr. Ethan Heisman. We have Dr. Heidi Bell, Dr. Kelsey Swatsky, Dr. Macy Dieleman, and Dr. Kelly Jansma to take good care of you. With year-end approaching, you may have a surplus of dental care as part of your health plan. Fuller Dental has appointments available between now and year's end. Visit fullerdental.net or call 515-266-3437 266-3437 to schedule your appointment at Fuller Family Dental. Fuller Associates Family Dentistry located near Grandview Golf Course in Des Moines and a new location in Altoona. Now back to Miller and Condon. On 106.3 KXNL, here's Ken and Trent. I'm Miller Condon. Welcome back to Wine Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Iowa State women, uh, number eight. Iowa State men have cracked the top 25. At, what, did we see 23? 23, 23 in the AP poll. Where are the Iowa women? I didn't see the whole poll. I, I didn't see that tweet. either, no. Uh, let's get Nick Oson in here. He, ta- he covers Iowa State, CycloneAlert.com, 24-7 sports, where I'm sure they've got a Cyber Monday special going on. Nick, before we go any further, um, is that, is that still the case at CycloneAlert.com? Great to be back, guys. Absolutely it is. It's a deal that we had kind of going over the weekend. Honestly, I've been a little blown away by the success of it, and this is the final day. I promise it'll be worth it. Just about $2, a little over $2 a month for an entire year, and even just this week is going to be loaded, my guys. Yeah, I bet it is. So so kind of give us a, a, uh, an idea as to what you're going to be working on. Is there going to be more football content, basketball content? We anticipate it's going to be a, a busy time in the football offices, comings, goings, etc. cetera. Uh, anything you can share with us at this point? Yeah, well, it's definitely, you know, a great place to see ongoing conversation and updates on uh, really transfer portal. Uh, I've talked a little bit about you know, kind of what I expect or don't expect in terms of the coaching realm on there. And, you know, we're going to have some big, actually pretty big recruiting updates as well, especially in basketball coming up this week. Uh, as for football, you know, this, this won't really surprise you that I, I think kicker is a position that's really being looked at and will be looked at in the transfer portal. Um, and you can find, you know, even, even some more details and kind of things of that nature every single day on Cyclone Alert. Great stuff there, and and a lot to talk about as we put a cap on football and tons of great basketball to talk about. Let's uh, start on the football front. Disappointing, things come to an end. 
we will see now what this offseason looks like. Of course, there will be no bull bid. There was that outside hope at 5-7. and seven, Maybe they could get a bid. That's not going to be the case now. So what do you anticipate? I mean, what, what are the rumblings that you're hearing? Coaching changes, shake-up in the staff, those kind of things. What do you anticipate we're going to see? Yes, yeah, you know, I'll be pretty surprised uh, if it is kind of that same staff that we've seen uh, entirely the last couple of seasons. Um, but I don't necessarily, you know, expect anything major. Uh, I, I think you'll see maybe a, a change or two. I think I'm, you know, kind of comfortable hitting on that. And I do think whatever happens uh, will kind of be solved and, and figured out here in terms of maybe who won't be back uh, probably later on this week, you know, definitely in the next week or so to be kind of respectful to everyone there and to be able to kind of figure out uh, the next guy, but I, I will tell you, um, there is a lot of, you know, kind of internal confidence and really excitement. I, I'm sure people hear that a lot, but I, I can tell you that with certainty, uh, kind of about the future. So, you know, it sounds like even though it was a down year, there is a lot of confidence and belief in a lot of those main players and, you know, kind of focused stars being able to come back, whether it's because they want to come back or because, NIL has, you know, kind of increased a little bit in terms of from what I've seen that Iowa State players will be able uh, to get if those opportunities present themselves. And what I can say is even if there is a change or two, and I likely expect at least one or two, I think the overall success and kind of belief in the team next year is just going to be a lot greater. I don't think things were very smooth uh, for the majority of the year this year. And I'm pretty confident from what I've been hearing and asking about. And honestly, I was working the phones a lot yesterday. Um, you know, I, I think things are going to be much better and brighter in 2023 uh, for these dedicated fans. Hmm. Um, it sounds to me like you think Tom Manning's going to be there. That That's a name that I, you know, I haven't necessarily gotten uh, a lot of, of clarity on. I okay. think that. You know, I didn't hear a lot that he was maybe going to uh, be gone going into the weekend. Uh, you know, that was definitely a disappointing showing uh, Saturday from what I had seen. But at least as of my last check-in, which was a few days ago, it'd be it'd be a little surprising to me if if he is kind of the person that gets um, you know maybe a lot of the the focus with what happened, but. I will say I think that there are discussions um, and kind of a lot is, you know, potentially on the table for kind of figuring out this offense and the future of the Cyclones program. Well, Shieldhouse is a guy they have to keep, I think. Um, Maybe they reduce his workload, but he's he's such a closer uh, in in recruiting circles. Well, it would be be interesting to see. Special teams, will they focus more attention? Well, let's just right through. Will they hire a special teams coordinator this year finally, do you think? I mean, the outcry has been week after week after week, Nick. Trent and I were talking at the beginning of the show, there's seldom a Monday that we're not bringing up yet another special teams blunder that cost them. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Uh, that That's a spot I had not necessarily heard that they will, you know, kind of officially be handling something. I think there's this kind of this overall feeling and focus that They've been looking at some of the positives that the special teams has brought this year. I know that they might not be quite as obvious or, you know, just kind of tangible when you're watching. Um, but like I said, I, I do get the sense that they're looking at some, uh, you know, potential 
changes and upgrade maybe with some of the actual personnel involved in special teams too. Um, so I'm confident that that is a major area of focus. I have not necessarily heard that it will be a spot where there's going to be a new coach, especially if maybe they decide to just, you know, kind of have Coach Shieldhouse focus on one role, mm-hmm. like just running backs or just wideouts and maybe not both. So that is one that I would be surprised if it happened. I just don't get the sense that there's this overwhelming, um, you know, maybe kind of urgency or feeling of a necessity of change in that sense. I think that they liked what the analyst has brought to the table so far, and there's some room to grow with overall personnel as well. Interesting. All right, let's get into the hoops. And, boy, what a weekend. The overtime win against Villanova. A couple of rough moments in there, and they just – this team, team battles, and then the win against North Carolina. Caleb Grill, we kind of joked about it going into it. Well, he's outside of Hilton. You know, he's going to shoot it well, and certainly did in the victory against North Carolina. Ultimately, yeah, you lose to UConn, but that North Carolina win, I mean, goes a long ways and just solidifies what TJ built a year ago and, and just continuing to do it year after year, it feels like. Yeah, that was a massive win. And, you know, I think that obviously if fans kind of got the choice between that North Carolina win and last night, obviously, I think many would have taken the win over the top-ranked Tar Heels and really just how they did it as well. I mean, I'm looking at kind of my my notes and takeaways from the weekend. I've got like six or seven really different player names that stepped up depending on the game. It was Kelcher and Oshun in the first game. Obviously, Grill and Holmes were huge Friday. I think Lipsy looked really good He was really great yesterday. Yep, yep. Yep, one-on-one defense, a lot yep. more aggressive. So what I'm starting to realize, and you guys know, basically since my first time on the show, I couldn't really be higher on Coach Otzelberger and and the overall staff. I just think that the way these they get these guys to basically play on a string, no matter what side of the court, especially defensively, though, even early on it looked like UConn, who I think many people would agree is kind of a better, deeper team right now, Mm -hmm. they were struggling to even get the ball into the post or really get shots up. And and the fact that this defense is able to be utilized in that way, so tough, so, so challenging, really every game, I think it's going to make the Cyclones a tough out. And that is why you know, I, I've kind of been uh, steadfast in thinking this team will be able to make it to the big dance in March. I think that ranking reflects that. And you know, I think that when Trey King's available and more shots go down from guys like Kelsher, and I think Lipsy's starting to get more comfortable in that role. He was great last night. Yeah, could make some noise in the Big 12, but you also have to remember the competition that we kind of saw last night in UConn, it's going to be similar to the Big 12 every night. That's just how good that conference is in the basketball world. No no doubt about it. yeah, I mean, uh, Grill couldn't miss uh, against North Carolina. He didn't hit a shot yesterday. Uh, that, that's kind of his um, M.O. Likewise with Kelsha, right? Well, he'll have one really good shooting game, then uh, next couple he struggles, and then boom, all of a sudden they're falling again. Uh, Oshuni's been really good. I've been really impressed with him as I was again last night. Uh, Jazz Koontz is Jazz Koontz. He's a solid player. Holmes is a good player. He brings a lot to the floor. So I'm, I'm with you. I think that um, I think that they are going to flirt with maybe, maybe not even the bubble. Maybe they won't be a bubble flirter. Maybe they'll be, uh, you know, stamp their uh, uh, stamp themselves as uh, a team that's going to get in. We shall certainly watch it play out. Well, Nick Oson, one more time, CycleAlert.com, the 75% off sale. He said it's about 2 bucks a month. You can have a lot of uh, information uh, coming up here, both recruiting and what's going on, perhaps, uh, in the football offices. Um, it's a good sale, and it ends today at midnight. Is that when it ends? 
Yeah, it'll be, I think, 11 o'clock Central Time for many of our fans and listeners. You bet. All right, Nick. Good stuff. We will see it play out. Thank you, Nick Olson. Appreciate it. Appreciate you guys. Thanks so much. Thank you. Appreciate you coming on, Nick Olson. So not a lot of information out of him there. No. Sounds like there's some things going along behind the scenes. Grinding away, getting that information and seeing, but I think he nailed it. Tom Manning. We know him and Campbell are close. They can't bring him back. Who's more likely to have a new offensive coordinator in Ames or Iowa City? Or see none of the above. Well, none of the above. <laughs> can you imagine if that's the case? I can. I envision it. I see it happening. You don't think it's right? No, not at all. Huh. Right and what's going to happen are two completely different no, things. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. Well, we'll take our time out. Mr. Monday Night is in the green room. He's going to join us next. Miller and Condon uh, on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 FM, KXNO. Well, we're coming up to a new year, and with it, they're looking for maybe some new gear for your company or just new gear for yourself and that Christmas list. We got the place for you. It's Authentic Brand. Online at Authentic-Brand.com. It's an Iowa-owned company. Great styles that can do so much for your business or for that fan in your life. You hit the nail on the head, Trent. It's an Iowa-based company, again, for your business, for your home. If you are looking for some gear for somebody on your list, whether it's one of the four local teams, you can find it there. But insist, insist on Authentic Brand. You can find them online, Authentic-Brand. Where you get your podcasts. Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Well, it's four and six versus three and seven. Something's got to give. It's the Steelers and the Colts, and it's Mr. Monday Night. It very well could be a tie in this one, so we're going to grab the points. Give me the two and a half with the Steelers. Are we really sure that Zombie Matt Ryan and Jeff Saturday, they got this thing figured out? I mean, come on. The Steelers are not great. Certainly not. I understand it's in Indy. I just think Pittsburgh's the better side. In fact, there might be a dabble on the money line on this one. I, I might throw them in. Do you know what that number, that price is? Uh, pro- I would guess, what, 115 plus 120, something in that range. I could see that. I think Pittsburgh is the better side in this one. It's in Indy. Maybe gives me a little bit of pause because of that. But, yeah, I'm grabbing the two and a half years. We look to go to eight and four, Mr. Monday Night, on Monday Night Football. Well, we shall see. I just I hope it's a good game. I think... Um yeah, the, the last night's game started out good. It was a twenty twenty at the half. Yeah, right? it's fun. Um, it, but then uh, it, it all fell apart. Have we seen the last Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay? No. Do you think co- he comes back next year? Yes. Do you think he does? I do. Do you think he comes back as a Packer next year? That's I had that in my notes when we have more time tomorrow to talk about because I believe that there is a possibility. And I know the cap hit is monstrous if they do it. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll get our first look at... Maybe this week in a full-time role. Made some throws. Yeah. Missed some throws. He hasn't played a ton. We'll we'll see. All right, that's going to do it for us. Uh, Murph and Andy are five minutes away. Uh, The KXNO Drive is two hours and five minutes away. Heather and Sean will be here to take you home. And then Cyclone Insider tonight at 6. We're Miller and Condon weekdays from 11 to 1 on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO.